Welcome to In Layman's Terms, a podcast dedicated to discipleship and putting scripture to use in our daily lives. I'm your host, Todd Seifert. I'm the Communications Director for the Great Plains Conference of the United Methodist Church, comprised of approximately 1,000 churches in Kansas and Nebraska. As the title of this podcast suggests, I'm not ordained clergy, so what I share comes to you in layman's terms. I have more than 20 years of experience teaching the Bible to everyone from teens to 90-somethings, and I'm excited to share what Scripture has to say to us in today's society, and I love to tell stories of how people live their faith. Some episodes focus on a person or church doing great things to serve as the hands and feet of Christ. Some episodes include interviews with experts who can help us along our faith journey. And other episodes include some short reflections on Scripture. Thank you for joining me. The COVID-19 pandemic has certainly prompted churches and pastors to try new and innovative things in an effort to share the gospel of Jesus Christ and to stay in contact with parishioners. Here at In Layman's Terms, we're taking a little bit of a detour right now. We're going to be talking to pastors for a few weeks who are working amid these difficult circumstances. Not only are they preaching and teaching now, many of them are learning to be videographers, stream engineers, and or video producers and directors. One thing is certain, many pastors are doing things differently now or for the very first time. One of those pastors is with me today. It's the Reverend Gary Brooks. Gary is the lead pastor at Aldersgate United Methodist Church in Wichita. Gary, welcome to In Layman's Terms. Well, thank you. It's good to be here. Gary, you've got to do some things for the very first time here lately. I thought maybe it would be good for other people to hear that even pastors at some of our larger churches have to do things a little differently sometimes. So would you please share what you have been doing lately that's new to you? Oh, a lot has been new to me. I've been in ministry for 44 years, and uh, I'm doing things that uh, I've never done before. Uh, I never learned in seminary, and, and uh, you know, it's, it's, and it's working out. Uh, one of the things that uh, we've learned how to do is quickly move from the sanctuary uh, to uh, Facebook Live and uh, doing uh, our services uh, on uh, uh, Facebook Live on Sunday mornings. And then I started something else that uh, was just on a whim on Wednesday evenings uh, to do what's called Inspiration Hub and hub meaning happiness under blessing. And we figure if anybody asks about that, it's a good opportunity to witness. But it's a time where we come together uh, in a makeshift studio, uh, which is our conference room. I brought down a couple of shop lights from my uh, garage and hung them from the ceiling so we could get a little extra light and uh, had the help of our communications person and musicians. And we just started uh, relating to the congregation uh, through this medium for a half hour, 40 minutes. And um, that's something I've never done before. Uh, and, and Todd, I've also uh, learned how to do video conferencing uh, in a way that I had not done before. I've done video conferencing uh, off and on for various years, but using the Zoom platform and having everything from business meetings to uh, Bible studies to conversations with people 
has uh, been a powerful experience, a learning curve, yes, um, but a powerful experience in that you can see people, you can relate to them, you can't give them hugs, but uh, you can smile at them and they can smile back. And I think that's so important in a time when people are really feeling isolated. Uh, it's one thing to be able to hear their voice. It's quite another to actually be able to see them, which is what you're talking about. People can actually see each other on Zoom. Uh, and it's a chance to relate. Uh, when it comes to pastoral care, how important has that been for you at this time uh, where we're kind of sheltered in place uh, to be able to reach people? Like you said, you can't hug them, but you can smile at them. You can wave at them. Well, yes. Uh, I, since I learned how to do a Zoom video conferencing, uh, I've contacted some people and say, hey, would you be open to an experiment? And they've downloaded the app on their device and uh, I've connected with them on a, a, a Zoom meeting and we've been able to uh, just fellowship together. Um, and that's that's been a good thing. Uh, and uh, a lot of times though, I'll use, I like to say to use the, the lowest level of technology that's necessary. Mm -hmm. We've got a lot of people that we would spend an hour trying to figure out how to do Zoom when we could spend some time on the telephone. So I made it a plan to call uh, at least a dozen people every day on the telephone and just have a conversation with them. And so uh, a combination of telephone technology uh, and video technology uh, been able to uh, contact folks. Mm -hmm. One of the other things that we've done at Aldersgate is uh, I've got some volunteers. When this all started, some volunteers said, how can I help? I'm now stuck at home. I've lost my job. And they want to know how they can help. And we divided up everyone in our congregation, 70 and above. And I assigned those to about a dozen people and they have called every one of them. And many of them they've called back just to check in and see how they're doing. So uh, trying to put in a, a, a system where we can stay connected with our people, that's been a challenge, but it's also been fun. Yeah, so, so this is not to say that you weren't doing this before this, but uh, what I found in talking with other pastors is they actually feel like in some ways they're actually more connected to their congregations now because they're taking those kinds of steps where they're making sure they call somebody every week and, and everybody's either on a Zoom call or they're getting a phone call every week. So people are really checking in on each other. Uh, is that true for you as well? Do you feel that? Well, as the yeah, you're not saving gas doing it. Yeah. You know, a lot of times, you'd, you know, you'd call someone up and you'd go meet them for coffee. And while that's fun, the coffee shops are closed. We're supposed to stay at home and uh, you can actually make more phone calls or do more while you were driving around Wichita. Mm -hmm. And uh, so saving gas, upping the number of contacts and just calling for no reason other than I care. You said something else earlier that I want to follow back on. Uh, you mentioned the idea of using the lowest level of technology necessary to, to do the job. Um, something I've been talking to a lot of pastors, and I've talked to a lot of pastors. I've got somebody who's talking to more people the last few weeks. I fit that bill for sure. Um, but I've been trying to encourage them not to make it overly complicated. 
do what you need to, to, to make it happen. And, and one of the reasons I wanted to talk to you is because you guys did just that. I mean, you could have gone, because you, you were not streaming before this. No, we were not streaming. And uh, we, we had a, an older uh, video camera that we hooked onto a tripod. And that's what we started the, the Facebook Live with. We didn't try to buy fancy equipment because we didn't have it. And money was suddenly going to be getting tight. Right. And we just use what we have, shop lights, an older camera. Uh, we rolled in a piano. Uh, we got her done. So just so you know, the, the conference has this really nice, for the listeners out there, the conference has this really nice uh, studio. But the lighting for part of our studio are shop lights. <laughs> really? <laughs> because yeah. they're cheaper and they get the job done. And our, and our uh, Milton Media producer, um, our, our Milton Media specialist, rather, Eugenio Hernandez, he is a master at finding the, the, the poor man's way of doing what you need to get done. And, and so uh, when you said shop, I'm, I, I got to make sure Eugenio hears this one because he's going to be so proud. <laughs> well, and the neat thing about it we're finding is that you don't have to spend a ton of money. A lot of times you think uh, technology is one of the most expensive things you can do. And I'm sure when this is over, we'll be sinking some dollars into a little higher uh, production quality. But right now, we, we probably haven't spent any more than two or $300 mm -hmm. to do all of this. Right. And so uh, one thing that has shown me is that it's doable on uh, a low budget. Uh -huh. so, so what has the reaction been from your congregation, uh, the folks that you are reaching out to? You know, what, what kind of feedback have you received from them? Well, the feedback I've gotten is that it's very positive. We've gotten a lot of uh, positive comments from folks who have joined on the Sunday services. And, and you can tell on, on Facebook how many people participate. And, uh, you know, our average attendance is close to 500 uh, when we get together. Well, when we've done uh, Facebook Live on Sunday morning, uh, we've had uh, uh, 280 this last Sunday on average kind of participate. And you know that a bunch of those are families of three, four, and five people that are gathered in their living room to watch it. And so uh, the, the number of people watching is much greater than we could pull on a Sunday when we get together. And then by Monday morning this last week, we had uh, 1,400 views of what we did on Sunday morning. And that's, yeah, that's three times as many as what we often have on Sunday. And so what we're finding is the impact is greater. And I've had some 90 plus year old folks who uh, do computers and they said, I hope you won't quit when we get back together because they can actually attend church. Mm -hmm. That's one of the things that I've learned and, and that I kind of thought was going to happen anyway, but in hearing from other people, I, I'm really even more sure of it now is the bar now has been set. Uh, <laughs> yes. when, when, when the crisis is over, uh, it's almost going to be, I've talked a long time about people will go to your website to kind of kick the tires before test driving the vehicle, before checking out what the church is like. Now test driving the vehicle is going to be looking at your worship service. Yep. Uh, it's not just going to be what you have posted on your website. So uh, it really is one of those things. This has been a game changer, I think, for churches. Uh, and, and we've taken the Facebook Live thing, and of course it stays on our uh, Facebook page, but we've also been able to put it on our 
website. We've also been able to uh, put it on YouTube. So there's multiple ways that people can access it. Right. I, I, it's a great way to, to, to look at it. Um, so like I said, I want to talk to you because I saw what you guys were doing. I was just scrolling through Facebook my Sunday evenings now as I look through Facebook and see, okay, what have all of our churches in the Great Plains done? <laughs> Well, and, and, and I saw you. I saw you reminiscing there about. Well, this is something new for me, and I thought, you know what, I gotta get. I gotta get a hold of this guy because you know he's gonna be a great example for people to just try something new. Don't be afraid of it. Do what you need to be do, doing. Don't don't go out and do crazy stuff. Buy all kinds of equipment that you don't really need right now. You can assess that later. Just what we can you do it later, people. Right now, yeah. Well, and this has really exploded in our congregation as well. Uh, we have three of eight Sunday school classes that are doing Sunday school by Zoom. An additional class is doing it by email because a lot of people don't know how to figure out Zoom. Uh, we're doing all of our business meetings uh, on Zoom. We're not canceling them. We're doing them. We've started a new Bible study on a whim. On our Inspiration Hub time, we just advertised it, and uh, one of our associate pastors, Jordan McFall, is leading that, and uh, within just a few days, he signed up 15 people and started a Bible study that is going great guns. Our children's directors doing Springo Bingo uh, in a closed Facebook group with our, our all eight kids ministries. Our youth director is uh, uh, doing youth group by Zoom, and uh, our Healthy Congregations Ministry is offering daily challenges on uh, Facebook, and I've only scratched the surface of what uh, we're able to do, all because we, we spent a little bit of money to, to do the Zoom platform. Okay. Well, I hope that helps some of you that are listening, just kind of see what the possibilities might be. There's so much that you can do. And something I've really been, uh, that's really worn my heart through this is I'm hearing more and more from, from people like, like Gary here, people who have been shut-ins that normally wouldn't be able to participate. Now, because it's online, all of a sudden they are connected again. And so we may actually come out of this better connected as churches than what we were before it all happened. Uh, and that might be kind of mind-blowing, and maybe you think that's, uh, uh, you folks out there might think that that's kind of a, a pie-in-the-sky type of thought, but I really believe that. Uh, I think God's working in an interesting way uh, through all of this, and we're going to see in a few months what we learned during this time period uh, and how we're able to put that to use. Um, I think it's a kind of an appropriate way for us to end this discussion. So, Gary, thank you so much for your time and for sharing what you're doing at Aldersgate. Blessings on you and your ministry as you continue. Well, thank you, Todd. I wish you the very best because you've sent out lots of resources and pointers and helpful tips uh, to all of us who are struggling to adapt to uh, this, this new normal. Well, thank you. That's, that's Gary Brooks from Aldersgate United Methodist Church in Wichita, Kansas. Uh, that's it for this uh, episode of In Layman's Terms. Uh, next time, we're going to be talking to a pastor in a little bit different situation, small town of Ord, Nebraska. She decided she wanted to get more people involved in her worship services, but how do you do that in a time of social distancing? We'll learn more about that in the next episode of In Layman's Terms.
Layman's Terms is a podcast sponsored by the Great Plains Conference of the United Methodist Church and by me, your host, Todd Seifert. If you liked what you heard in this episode, please go rate us and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you're listening. It helps other people find us. And please, if you feel so inclined, share us on Facebook or other social media. Our music comes via a licensed subscription with FirstCom Music. You can find archived podcasts on my website, toddseifert.com, or via a link on the conference website, greatplainsumc.org slash podcasts. Feel free to email me any questions or suggestions to tseifert at greatplainsumc.org, and I'll do my best to respond as quickly as possible. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, please do what you can to help make more disciples of Jesus Christ. You can play a small part in helping change a life.